Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, Cosmic Besties. Welcome back to another episode of the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. I am your host, Brittany, and I hope you are having an amazing week and enjoying the extra hour of daylight and all of the sunshine. Spring seems like it's kind of hanging around, so that's awesome. I've been going out and kind of getting some vitamin D and putting my face in the sun for a few minutes, uh, and it's been been really nice. So, I hope you're enjoying it as well. I am just going to jump into this week's episode all about emotional regulation for manifestation, but actually just a better life in general, um, more ease in your life and less turmoil. So something that I realized as I was working through my own beliefs when I started out in manifestation, I definitely had a very intro level to manifestation where it was very much positive thinking and trying that without actually doing any shadow work, which last week's episode all about if you need shadow work for manifestation, if you haven't listened to that, this will kind of parlay into that. But I was working from the framework of just positive thinking to manifest without doing any sort of self-worth or limiting belief work. And the reason that I think that that can be important, even though I don't think it's required, is it can help you 
pinpoint and find out more about the beliefs that you have about something manifesting. So I started with positive thinking and then I went down the rabbit hole of like hardcore shadow work and it was really intense and rough and like a lot of stuff was coming up. It was good. I identified a lot of things that were bringing me down and playing out and self-sabotaging and patterns, but it was also really intense. And from there, I kind of moved more into really looking at my thoughts and feelings and beliefs and how those were playing out in my life and the correlation I could see between what I was wanting to create, what was actually creating, and what I was successfully creating that I wanted to. And something that I found and think is a a great connection for everyone is when you are manifesting, even if it's a person, experience, material thing, what you're trying to manifest from that actual material thing or experience or person is a feeling. And so, for example, if you're wanting to manifest a better job because you hate the one you're in, the feeling that you're looking for is peace, you know, fulfillment, purpose, um, feeling a sense of purpose, those kind of things in a job. Those are the feelings that you're looking for. Otherwise, you wouldn't want it. It's not like you're looking for manifesting your dream job just to feel neutral about it and ho-hum. Like you are trying to do something because it's going to give you a feeling that you want to manifest. And that is totally fine. But the place where that comes into play in the manifestation is actually emotional regulation when you're trying to manifest. So let's say, for example, or keep with the job, but this can be for anything. For me, it was really around money that I had to do a lot of emotional regulation. But let's just say you're manifesting a job. You hate the job you're in and you're manifesting a new job. It can be very hard to manifest from a heightened sense of fear, stress, anxiety, frustration, anger, any of the things that could be making you feel a certain way in your current job that you hate. So for example, let's say every morning when you wake up, you immediately get that kind of dread bubble in your stomach. You hate it. You don't want to go. But instead of kind of looking at that feeling and addressing it, you just let it sit there, kind of there's nothing I can do about it. I'm just going to manifest a new job. But the piece that's coming up, that dread, for example, is what needs to be dealt with to help you manifest quicker. Yes, you can definitely be in a place of um, extreme low emotional frequency with something like in this case, the job, and still manifest, it can just be harder. That can be where that repetition can come into play, affirmations or scripting, because you're shifting your point of view, your line of sight, your emotional set point from frustration to something else. So you're taking it away. That's totally doable. You can definitely do that. I've manifested that way by just constantly correcting from, you know, what I'm concentrating on and what I'm pissed off, angry, having anxiety about to what I actually want. You can definitely do that. And it's like a muscle. The more you do it, the quicker um, something can come into play. But the other thing that worked for me and works much quicker 
And you don't even have to do shadow work around it, which like I said on last week's episode, I don't think you have to do shadow work. But what you can do is emotionally regulate to take that feeling and kind of neutralize it. You don't have to like completely flip it and make it a happy feeling. So going back to the job example, you're waking up, you're pissed off, you're angry, you're whatever. What you can do is regulate, neutralize, and move on. And this is something that I've worked with clients on. It's a big one on identifying immediately when you're feeling something. That's why awareness is so important. So in this example, dread. You wake up, maybe you're kind of in the shower and you're like, oh my God, I don't want to go. I hate this. I don't like my boss, my coworkers or whatever. My responsibilities are so boring. They're whatever. And you immediately start to feel that. You can regulate in that moment to alleviate that that feeling. So my favorite way to do it is um, through a breathing technique. I've talked about it before, but it's where you breathe in for four breaths or for four counts and then breathe out for eight to activate your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your um, calming system. It takes you out of flight or flight, that stress, which dread is just <clears throat> a feeling of stress. It brings you back into homeostasis, which isn't to say it's bringing you to like joy and bliss and love and all of the things. It's just taking you away from the feeling that you don't want to experience and placing you in a neutral zone. And I have said it and I still believe it. Neutrality is such an amazing place to be in for a manifestation. Just that little tip from being neutral to feeling positive or expecting something good to happen is so much easier than being in a pissed off, anxiety-ridden state and trying to manifest something from that state. Again, it can be done. It just, in my opinion, can take more work. And nothing's wrong with that. Sometimes that's where we're at in life, and that's okay too. But let's say you're in the shower, you're going to work. You notice that it's coming up. I always think it's super important to name a feeling. Most people don't know what they're feeling, but they can physically feel it. When you can name it, it can help you name it, acknowledge it, and remove it. And even just doing that breathing technique, for example, four breaths in, hold, eight breaths out for three three times can help bring you back into a neutral standpoint. Another one that I'm not huge on because it takes a lot of time, but some people like the physical aspect of it is tapping. Um, you can look up all sorts of tapping videos on YouTube, but it's tapping on energy meridians within the body to help alleviate the feeling. So um, like on your temples, the inner sides of your eyebrows, your um, your palms in a certain spot, all those kind of things. And it will help you reset your energy and reset the feeling. That can be very good for something that's a very heightened state. And I know a lot of people who have had success with it. I don't really love it, but that doesn't mean that anything's wrong with it. I just don't love it because I don't have the attention span to do the whole, it takes, you know, anywhere from three to five minutes to do a thing. And sometimes I'm just ready to move on. So that's one. Meditation is obviously one. There's nothing special to do there, but to focus on your breath, sit still, remove yourself from the situation that's causing the feeling. 
Um, if you're in the shower, even a visualization meditation, like if, if we're kind of going with this example, you can visualize seeing the feeling in your body. So if it's dread and you feel it in your stomach, for instance, imagine it kind of coming out through your belly button in the shower, washing it away and just kind of, okay, this is, I'm removing this feeling. This feeling has washed away. Um, those are all really good. Some people, um, if you're, you know, not in the shower and something comes up, it can be one that you, um, you know, go run or physically move. Some people, um, like if there's any sort of anger, frustration, pissed off anxiety, like to punch things. I've had clients, um, who will do jumping jacks because physically taking their mind off of the feeling will allow it to process and move on. And then being back in a homeostasis, the place that I noticed and realized where this happened for me was, um, I used to get anxiety about paying the bills and we always had money to pay the bills, but the like leftover amount was what would stress me out. Like I wouldn't, we wouldn't have the extra to go like do something that we wanted to or plan vacation or put into savings or whatever. And I would catch myself like, getting anxiety about paying the bills, even though I could pay the bills, which is just shows you in itself. We had the money to pay them, but I still had anxiety about it. And something that I started to do was every two weeks when we would get paid, I would emotionally regulate through that breathing technique. I would sit down before I would even start. I would emotionally regulate and say, okay, Bills are going to get paid. Worrying about it doesn't make it me have any more or less money in my bank account. And I realized that I trained myself, my body. I went from dreading it to being neutral to now like I love paying bills. That sounds absolutely insane and I totally get it. But I love paying my bills. I love seeing that I have the money in the account. The bills are paid. It makes me feel secure and safe and content. And, you know, the ability to then pay the bills, put money into savings, make our donations that we do to the organizations we support. Um, you know, we have like what we call fun money, aka shopping money. So putting that, setting money aside, like, you know, kind of for whatever. So right now we're setting money aside for our LA trip, you know, putting what we need to into our home renovation savings, our regular savings, whatever that is. And I love it. I love it. I love it. So it took, I don't know, it probably took me two months to really switch that. And once I did, that's when I saw money start appearing easier and quicker in very random ways. And the funny thing is the times that I have manifested large, large, like sums of money over six figures, I have been very neutral about the goal. So for example, the last time I wanted to manifest money was because I wanted to be able to stay home. That is a goal of mine to stay home and not necessarily not work because there are projects and things that I like to do, like this podcast, like I have um, a like to know it shop. I um, help out with a friend's retreats and get paid for that. So I, I make money, but it's doing things I want to do on the schedule without having anything too set in stone. But the last time I wanted to do it, I started emotionally regulating around it, around like, 
okay, I don't know if it's possible for me to do this. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, no, I know there are plenty of people that stay at home. Um, Levi likes, he loves working, loves his job, you know, having a husband support them so that they're able to also follow the dreams and the passion projects and hobbies that they want to. And so I started emotionally regulating around it. And anytime something would come up instead of journaling, working through the limiting belief or thought, I would take my three times, sometimes more, if I just wanted to like meditate or relax. And I just do four breaths in, hold, eight breaths out. Sometimes that's what I do for my meditation. Like I'll I'll bring a thought that I think has been causing me anxiety, stress, you know, whatever, fear. And if I'm meditating for three minutes, like that's three to five is usually as long as I meditate. I'll do that breathing technique while thinking the thought and neutralizing it. Sometimes I listen to like a healing um, hurts like, um, on like YouTube or, um, you can do like healing sounds, sound baths, any of those kind of things. But I, I want to make manifestation and the work that we need to do behind it as simple and as easy and as condensed as it can be. And when things come up, that's when it's the most important to take care of it. So the reason the breathing technique is also great is if you're in a meeting or you're in the car with your kids or you're on a phone call or, you know, whatever's going on, you can do that in the moment. I've, you know, I have had clients who prefer the tapping method and they can tap on their meridians underneath the table in a business meeting. They can tap their hands together underneath the table to neutralize an emotion. So I, I really like things. I think life is meant to be lived. We are not here to journal away for an hour a day living in an, you know, I almost said an ashram in the mountains and away from civilization. I'm here to live. I'm here to enjoy life. And that includes being able to self-regulate in the moment and move on without having to have a big to-do. So I just thought this tip shifted a lot for me in so many ways and would have saved me a lot of time early on in my manifestation um, journey. That And I will continue to be on it. And I, I think... It can help so many of you too. You can take whichever self-regulation works best for you. You can have multiple. You can use some for certain things, some for others, whatever that is. I even know somebody that takes an essential oil roller. I think it's like a, it's a blend. I don't know what it is, but they have an essential oil roller. And when they're feeling stressed out, they pull it out of their purse and take three, three big deep breaths and it's a signal to their body that when they smell that smell to go into a homeostasis, a neutral feeling. And like, so it can be anything you want it to be that works for you. It doesn't, it shouldn't take incredibly long because the height of any emotion only lasts 90 seconds. So if you're not feeling better after 90 seconds, you may look at a different technique. And I want to preface one thing, all of this that I'm saying, this doesn't mean if you're having like anxiety attacks, panic attacks, those are things that you should definitely talk about with your doctor or a therapist or something of that nature. I'm talking about just 
your standard anxiety, dread, frustration that comes up when you're trying to manifest something and it hasn't shown up yet. Um, or just in general, even if you're not trying to manifest and life has been feeling really rough for you, all of these kind of techniques will help you be more calm, more present, more engaged, and just make life enjoyable all around. So I thought that was perfect because I'm really trying to move away from manifestation techniques, rituals, and things that cost you money. Sometimes there are really great things, and I know that there are amazing healers, and obviously as a coach, as somebody who it costs to work with, I understand, but I always want to continue providing you with things that are completely free or very low cost because I think you can change your life with those kind of things. I've seen it in mine. So let me know what technique you think would work for you or if you use one, send me an email or a message. I would love to check it out. On top of that, if you found this episode helpful, please Take a screenshot and share it in your Instagram or Facebook stories. Tag me. I I can reshare it. And if you haven't yet, leave a review. I will send you the cutest little sticker that says the universe is my sugar daddy for for the podcast, um, along with like a little gift, maybe a crystal, maybe an essential oil, whatever I kind of have up my sleeve at the time. So leave me a review on Apple or Spotify and let me know once that's done and I will get you taken care of because you guys know like attracts like when you give support, you receive support. So I want to send you some goodies. So that's it. I'm going to keep it nice and short and sweet. I hope you have an amazing week and I can't wait to see what you manifest. Love you, babes. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free warbyparker.com slash covered mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market